0: Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 5. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, helping entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners around the world skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. Now, here's your host, Kelly Roach. Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I could not be more excited to bring to you our guest today, Judy Robinette. Her book was the number one book for business labeled by Inc. Magazine in 2014. There's so much to say about her, but I think a great first thing to share is on the front of her book, which I am holding in my hand right now, it says, The Ultimate Shortcut to Success. I wish I'd had this book at the beginning of my my career, And that quote, my friends, was by Mark Burnett, executive producer of Shark Tank, The Apprentice and Survivor. Judy, welcome to the show today. I am thrilled that you were able to take the time out of your busy schedule to be here with us.
1: Thank you, Kelly. I'm excited to be here.
0: Awesome, well it was really difficult for me to narrow down any sort of bio for you because your (laughs) experience is so extensive, but I do wanna give the listeners just a bit of a preview and then you can fill in some gaps for them. So just to share a little bit of Judy's background, everybody, she has led both public and private companies as a CEO. She is on advisory boards all around the world for venture capital firms. She's served in executive roles at some of the world's top corporations. She's helped hundreds of entrepreneurs to get access to millions of dollars in funding, which we're gonna talk about today. And she's been profiled in things like Forbes, Fast Company, Huffington Post, and too many more to mention. Um, So Judy, I, I don't even know how to summarize your experience, but what else do you want the listeners to know about you before we dive into your interview today?
1: Oh my gosh, well, you know, I learned many of those things from getting bricks to the head. And I can tell you how important it is to kick fear to the curb. And when I started out, I was so shy and and then was bullied, you know, I didn't dare talk to anybody. And so I grew up in the same town. If anyone saw the movie Napoleon Dynamite, I went to that high school.
0: Wow. And so I tell
1: people that regardless of what your dreams are, everything is out there. You know, the money is out there, opportunities, information.
0: That is amazing. And that is why I literally, Judy, I didn't even share this with you when we talked before the show, but I was listening to you being interviewed and I literally stopped what I was doing mid interview, grabbed my phone, got out of the podcast and logged in and bought your book. In that moment, I was like, (laughs) wow, I was so blown away by just your humility and how down to earth you were in the way that you were sharing how everyone has the opportunity to tap into these incredible things that are available to us, but that there are some kind of almost rules or laws that you have to understand a little bit. And that's why I am so eager to share your book, your programs and everything that you're doing with our listeners. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. So just for everyone listening, there's two big topics that Judy and I are going to be talking about today. The first one being her incredible book called How to Be a Power Connector. And we're going to talk a little bit about what that means for you and how you can get started using some of her strategies in your life and in your business to achieve your goals. And then part two of the interview is we are actually going to talk about one of Judy's new projects, which I am just thrilled about. She is actually helping entrepreneurs to connect with the or right partners to get their business funded. And so that is obviously going to be incredibly life changing for anyone that has the opportunity to work with her on that. So I want to make sure that you guys get a chance to hear about both of those things. So, Judy, starting off here, you know, there comes a time in everyone's career where you realize that you have efforted your way to wherever you are. So you've worked really, really hard. You have climbed rung by rung, blood, sweat, and tears to get to where you are. And you literally cannot go any further without the support and help of other people. So I think, you know, the power of what you're doing is you're showing people that, you know, through strategic introductions and community and support that you can make leaps versus climbing rung by rung. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and, and how you got started down this path of sharing this with other people?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, early in my career, I'd been taught like most people, you know, work hard, keep your head down, people will notice, and when I hit the corporate world, I found out that wasn't true. People don't notice. Mm -hmm. And and I looked around, Kelly, and I figured out that beyond the org chart was this highly influential network of of kind of the people that got things done Mm -hmm. and were very influential in careers. And I knew I needed to develop that kind of a network, but I was so shy. Uh, I actually got a copy of How to Win Friends and Influence People mm-hmm. and used that to to start developing, you know my my first uh, networking skills. and so so that was really critical for me. And then when I um, uh, I was giving a speech at MIT on uh, personal power. And uh, I picked up a Wall Street Journal and it had this article on how to become financially independent in America. And it said, "Be a doctor a lawyer, inherit it, marry it, and I thought, well, those are out, but the last one was start a business, and I thought, how hard Mm -hmm. could it be? And uh, I did that and almost went bankrupt, but was able to turn it around, and my attorney at the time said to me, you know, when I was shaking in my boots, terrified I was going to have to file for bankruptcy, Judy, they can break you, but they can't eat you. Mm -hmm. And that was profound in helping me understand you have to kick fear to the curb. And and I found out also through that that I didn't you know I didn't know everything. There's no way I could know everything. That I needed to really uh, have people around me that were not only supportive but had a depth of gravitas, leadership, and ability. And that was really where I started formatting my uh, or formulating how to develop one of these networks that can really deliver whatever you
0: need. Wow. There's there's so much in that. I think um, you know a couple different things struck me, and I I think I I just want to make sure that everybody that's listening really kind of grasp on this because I know you already mentioned it here, and I know this about you from reading the book and from listening to you and other you know publicity and media that you've done, Judy. You know that you were really introverted, and that this terrified you, and you know that this is completely out of your realm of maybe let's say your upbringing or your natural tendencies as an introvert, and and the reason why I want to stop for a moment and point that out is, you know, not only are you now the leading authority on how to use these types of strategies, but it was exactly what you've already mentioned here multiple times. You have to overcome the fear. You have to do that one thing that you know is standing in the way of accomplishing all of your goals and dreams. And you clearly knew this was what it was. You were like, okay, I can work hard, but I only know what I know. I can only do what I can do. There's more to the equation and I have to figure it out. Um, Judy, give us, give the listeners a a snapshot of a bit of the process that you teach in the 550 100 rule and you know kind of what what that's all about and and why that's so powerful.
1: Sure. So Kelly, if you if you drew an X on a piece of paper and that represented you and you drew the first circle around that, those are your close friends and family and that tends to be 10 to 15 people. Um, on the outer bounds is is 632. That's the average number of people know, but the reason I have 150 in my book is Dunford's Law shows that groups fall apart at 150. You can't manage more people Mm -hmm. than that. And so, um, but what is most important out from your friends and family is that next circle of 25 to 50 people. And if it's quality relationships and it's diverse, and deep, people with influence and power and gravitas and across different industries, and also I say robust, meaning you know people will, will help you, you want people who will have your back and have your future, then, then that really is key. And my basic formula is human relationships, plus strategy to a very specific goal. And so what I see is people just out there working harder, 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 and they're not getting anywhere. They're going to the same networking events and they're literally in the wrong room. And so you know, I want people to understand to be strategic about their networking and make sure that there's people in the room that are smarter or have resources or access to the resources that you can use to get to your goal.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's something I actually talk to my coaching clients a lot as well. You know, entrepreneurs today, they, they run from conference to conference and from networking event to networking event. And that's great if you're in the right room and if you're able to actually meet with key people that you can help or that can help you, that it's, you know, strategically in alignment for both of you. But a lot of times networking is a whole lot of just the same people in the same room that have nothing going on and everybody's hoping to get a client out of it and there's really nothing to it that's productive for anyone Um, yes that's
1: that's true i mean think about how many meetings you've gone to kelly that people come running at you with a business card Mm. and they don't even say hello Uh. and and you know part of it is that we just don't realize how many other groups that are out there that are very powerful for instance for women i tell them to go look up alley to the valley this is how i became friends with rosie rios the united states treasurer heidi rosen a partner at draper vc Uh, You also, if you live outside of New York, you can join for less than $800 one of the top private clubs, like the Yale Club, Mm -hmm. and and stay uh, at their, you know, they have rooms up on their upper floors. And the last time I did that, I ran into Timothy Geithner in the lobby. And so there's curated (laughs) Uh groups out there. Another one I tell people to look at is the Association of Corporate Growth. And this has CXO level people from all kinds of industries. So if you're looking for clients or potential deals, you're more likely to find them there than you are kind of a local networking group. So really think about, you know, where the people you need
0: hang out? Where do they hang out? Because we all group hmm. Oh, my gosh, that's so powerful. I love that. So, you know, for someone that is just getting started growing their business, you know, one of the things that I thought was incredibly powerful about the book and something that I really believe in is, you know, the spirit of service and the spirit of doing something for others first and adding value for others, the law of reciprocity and how important that is in building these relationships, you know, that there has to genuinely be, you know, a back and forth in which you, you are able to give and, and you are also, you know, in, in some way, shape or form hoping to receive, of course. But, you know, for someone that feels that they are maybe in the earlier stages of building their business and they're trying to reach up, they are trying to network up and build relationships at a higher level. What are some of the key ways that those individuals can focus on giving and serving people at a higher level to start getting the ball rolling in that relationship?
1: Well, the first thing, Kelly, is to really be authentic. I I really don't like elevator pitches. You know, relationships are formed personally first. Mm -hmm. And and people care about their family, their health, money, their pets. And, uh, you know, when you meet strangers, the two tricks I use is I offer a genuine compliment or or I ask a a question that really helps. But the most important thing to realize is that everyone, as long as you're alive, has problems. So billionaires have problems, millionaires have problems. And you can figure out how to add value immediately. And obviously, at a first meeting, it is looking someone in the eye, shaking their hands, smiling, and really listening mm-hmm. to the point that you're really hearing between the lines what's going on. Um, after I meet people, within 24 hours, I follow up with them on LinkedIn or Twitter and say, you know, wonderful to meet you, happy to help. If I can think of a key introduction, I'll make an introduction. I'll share some promising uh, information, a trend report. So adding value is absolutely critical.
0: Yeah. Definitely, and for everybody listening, Judy actually gives specific action steps and an action plan in the book, and really outlines key ways to go about doing this. And Judy, just really quick, we're going to keep going with this, but there might be some people like me that are a few minutes in that are like, "I need to get my hands on this book." Where can they go to get this right now?
1: You know, probably the best place is Amazon. You can order it on on uh, Amazon, and you can get it audio, you know, on Audible as well. So several different places that you can uh, get it.
0: Okay, perfect. So that is how to be a power connector um, by Judy that we have here. So I just want to make sure I share that one more time. So um, Judy, talk to me a little bit about some of the transformations that you've seen um, when individuals really get this, like they get it, they understand it, they work it the right way, and they use it to achieve their goals. Can you tell me, is there a story or an example or someone that you've seen or worked with that this has really been transformational for?
1: Yeah. So yesterday my friend Dale called me and, and she has a, a company called Good World and it's a philanthropic um, play. And she told me that she had just completed her first round of a million plus by using my two golden questions. So mm. one, of, one of the things that I teach people is, you know, when you meet people or even people that you already know in your network, be sure to share enough about your story, about where you're headed, your goals or your frustration so that people can help you. And then you ask, number one, what other ideas do you have for me? And number two, who else do you know I should talk to? And though that will get you everywhere. And she mm-hmm. told me that using those two questions is what successfully helped her get her funding. Wow. And, and I hear this often. I got an email from a young man in Nigeria that said after he'd made it through chapter three of my book, he was funded, which just really excited me. And, you know, the reality is most people out there will help you. And most of them are connected to the resources you need.
0: Right. Right. No, that it's it's so true. And, you know, so how often do you typically try and stay in touch with the people that you know that you're really trying to build a true relationship with? You know, those people that are in, you know, say your top 150, how often do you recommend people are are reaching out?
1: Well, you know, certainly quarterly to the 150, if it's the 25 to 50 group, which um, I think is the most crucial, I keep in touch with them monthly. And Mm -hmm. and some of those people, and some of it changes, so it's important that you really pour on more effort initially to get the relationship built, and then it becomes an issue of maintaining. And for instance, I curate really good information, like from Quartz.com, QZ.com, a daily global newsletter that has interesting, really provocative, good trends. I will often find something on there that I can send to 10 people at the same time that they know Mm -hmm. that I'm thinking about them.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I mean, and and I got this from the book as well. There was someone just recently that I really wanted to connect with and really wanted to build a relationship with. And, you know, I knew that they had a new book launch coming up. And I said, Listen, you know, how can I help you? And it's interesting because sometimes you think that you don't matter and that you can't make a difference for someone because maybe they're further along than you are. And they came back to me immediately and said, Thank you so much for asking. Actually, I would love to introduce you to, you know, the person that's heading up our our crowdfunding campaign and, you know, see if you can be a part of that. And so I think it really speaks to what you said there, Judy, everybody has problems, everybody has challenges that they're facing, and everybody is looking for solutions. And so if you can be someone's solution, that is gonna get that ball rolling, it's gonna make a difference, and it's going to get the dialogue going so that you can start building a true, authentic relationship.
1: Yeah. And just remember, you know, people want to know you, like you and trust you before any transaction takes mm-hmm. place. I mean, kind of the old way of, of networking is, is really dying
0: mm-hmm. uh, because we're
1: tired of getting used and abused, frankly.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, really quick before we move on from this, because I do want to talk a little bit about what you're doing with helping entrepreneurs to get funded Um, Talk to us a little bit about, so say you don't actually physically meet someone in person at a conference or something like that, and and you're reaching out, you know, for the very first time, and and you don't really have a direct tie to this person right now. Do you recommend reaching out for the first time, kind of acknowledging something that they're working on or doing, um, and, and, you know, commenting on that? Or how do you recommend kind of just opening up that very first dialogue?
1: You know, that's that's exactly right, Kelly. So I've met people, uh, or not met them, but have, you know, found out about them and was interested. I usually will start by checking them out on LinkedIn and Twitter and following on Twitter or LinkedIn what they're about, what they're focused on, and then figuring out a way that I can add value to them. And there has to be some kind of common yeah. ground, some reason for us to connect. Right. And, and I can tell you, I've never had anybody reject me. So like on LinkedIn, I'll look and I'll say, you know, wow, what a terrific profile. You know, I admire what you did here, here and here. Um, I'm involved in X, Y and Z. I'd, I'd love an opportunity to connect with you. And, and I've never had anybody turn me down. Right. Uh, LinkedIn just announced they have, I think it's 400 million professionals All of those people are on that site to network. So Mm -hmm. people, you know, even though half of us think we're shy, we really do want to connect with people because we're looking for those lucky breaks and the right connection.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Judy, I know the couple times that I've spoken with you, you're like in Ireland and you're over here and you're all <laughs> over the world. I mean, I, I was shocked I could even lock this time down with you, which I am thrilled and I so appreciate. Um, and, and you came from a small town, as you already shared, and, and now you're like on these boards and you're traveling the world and you're you're consulting for some of the top people. And you've obviously met, you know, and interacted and have built relationships with, you know, some of the top world leaders, and you've been profiled in every major magazine. So, you know, your journey, you know, just share a little bit, just recapping, um, I guess, the opportunity, and kind of the life that you've been able to build as a result of really making building and giving authentic connections, you know, your way of doing business.
1: Well, thank you. And, and you know, I'm, I'm humbled. I, I never planned on writing a book. I never dreamed it would sell. And, and then, of course, I was just elated uh, when people started writing to me all over the world. And, and I love to go give speeches, and, and I do that a lot globally. And what you find is that the more you help other people, it, I don't know whether you want to call it karma or saying yes to the universe. It just it works in in it, you just ace almost every connection that you have, mm-hmm. and it often it doesn't necessarily come back from that person, but you will gain and more experience with what you're doing helping that person, which prepares you for kind of the next level. Mm-hmm. And and I'll just tell you, so I was on a panel with Mark Cuban. And I thought, you know, this will be the only opportunity to get to meet him, make a, you know, some kind of, uh, so he'll know me. And so I waited till the opportune time. He was talking about how he gets on Shark Tank, and he always lets people talk before he says anything. And I looked down. I said, Mark, what about that, you know, hot motorcycle movie that you just said, I'm out? And he looked down the table and he said, well, that was a scam. And then I, I took out one of my business cards and I wrote on the back of it, Mark, it was delightful to meet you. I know of one of your startup companies you've invested in in Salt Lake and, and I'm going to help them with some distribution. Well, before I got home to Salt Lake, he had called the CEO of that company and said, who is Judy and how can she help me? I thought that was really wow. interesting. Um, And I did work with that company for a bit. And then I asked him if he would uh, consider endorsing my book. And he said, no, we didn't have time. And, you know, I just thought instantly, well, fine, I'll go to your boss. I'll go to Mark Burnett. Right. (laughs) You know, I didn't even know Mark Burnett. But I found out a friend who had been invited to some event with he and his wife, Roma Downey. And so I called him and I said, what does Mark need? And he said, well, they've just spent 18 million of their own money on the movie Son of God. And he needs help with marketing, you know, they don't have the mega hundreds of millions Mm -hmm. of dollars. I did just a little bit of research, I Googled it, that's it. Found out, you know, the Baptists are on board, the Catholics are on board, well, I live in Salt Lake, it's home of the Mormon Church, 16 million Mm well-organized members who would love that movie. And so I got a hold of my friend after, you know, making a couple of phone calls and, and found out, yes, the church would be very interested in talking to him, yada yada. And then um, he was coming to Sundance, and I got invited to go to dinner with him. And I said, Mark, I would do this and this and this, and I can introduce you to this person and this person that would help with the marketing. And he finally said, who are you? And, mm-hmm. and he ended up um, saying, you know, what could I do to, to help you? And so really, when you go out of your way to help people and add value that's relevant to where they are right now, you're, you're a rare commodity. And they don't forget you. So, you know, recently I found out that Mark and Roma were redoing Ben-Hur for 2016. And I thought, you know, what could I do to help? Well, I'm friends with the Vice President Meredith Publishing. And one of their magazines is More Magazine. So I called More Magazine's editor and said, would you like to feature Roma Downey? Well, of course they'd like to feature her and break the story. Uh, I then called Roma Downey's people. Of course they wanted to be in more magazine, so I arranged for lunch in New York a couple of months ago, and I attended that lunch meeting. So that further solidified, you know, my relationship yes. with Roman Mark and with certainly more magazine. So I added value to both parties, um, and, and and it's pretty simple to do. After you just do it, I mean, you can just start by making a couple of introductions, right. and you become the go-to person. And then what happens is you find out you have access to information, deals, and money you would have never dreamed. So. Last year, I had a guy call me with a billion dollars looking to invest. You know, when I, where I grew up and for, you know, until I was 40, I didn't know that kind of money was out here. Right. I mean, it's right. So you have to get out of your comfort zone and rub shoulders, develop relationships with people who have different visions, who have different networks, because it's amazing what's out there available in the world. But people have to be able to find you.
0: Right. Oh my gosh. I mean, there's so much. I cannot wait. Uh, honestly speaking, Judy, I cannot wait to go back and actually listen to this podcast episode myself <laughs> because I am getting so much value out of everything that you're sharing. And I appreciate how generous you're being with what you're sharing here. Um, e- everything is so powerful that you're saying, but I think one of the things that I really want to point out for our listeners today, and if you've been with me for a while and in, in my community and you know, with what I do with Kelly Roach coaching, you guys know this, but you know, what Judy's talking, about here is she's talking about having a long term vision for your business and your life. She's talking about doing something now that you will not necessarily get instant gratification for, that will have huge payoff later. And that is something that I talk about daily with my clients, in my blog, now on my podcast. I can't emphasize enough the importance of not getting trapped in the mindset of now, 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 me first, give it to me now, because you will only have short-term wins that way. You have to- you come ahead.
1: across as a user, yes. uh, like a narcissistic, me, yes. me, me, got you.
0: Yes, yes. And that's what I love about what you're saying. And, you know, why I thought what you're doing is so powerful, Judy, and why I want to make sure that I'm helping to get your message out and the work that you're doing out is I really don't think anyone's out there teaching this. Like, I wish this was a class in school that I got 15 years ago. I really exactly. do.
1: Exactly. If I'd have been taught this, I mean... I tell people to write down your network equals your net worth. I mean study after study show that. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't know that. I mean if you've been raised yeah. lower to middle class, you're taught don't ask. Mm-hmm. Don't ask for help. Just work hard. And you know, it doesn't work for most of us. And and I didn't get it. You know, I hadn't been raised in a family that had uh, high net worth or had, you know, lots of connections. So I had no silver spoon, you know, I was very shy. And then most of my assumptions were wrong. I mean, right. I really did think it was hard work. Yeah. Now, Jeremy Andrus, who took Skullcandy public, did the introduction in my book. And he said, you know, I was taught work hard, get the right degree. I went to Harvard, got an MBA, get a great job. And he said, you know what I learned at the end of the day at age 40? It's who you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that one's critical. And so you can only work so hard. I mean, if you think about success in life, part of it is hard work. But the other thing is luck. And you can create luck by how you position yourself. And so part of it is allowing serendipity into your life and doing acts of generosity or kindness with other people because you're planting seeds that are going to sprout.
0: You are. Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is exactly what I wanted people to hear that are tuning in today. So thank you for that. Um, So again, guys, just go get the book. It's How to Be a Power Connector, Judy Robinette. It it is going to be well worth the investment of your couple hours of time to read this. It will change your life. It will transform your business. Just take the time to make that investment. Um, But Judy, I can't let you go yet, because I love what you are now doing to help entrepreneurs get funded and And, you know, I would love for you just to give a quick overview for the listeners of what you're doing, why you're doing it and what it's all about.
1: Sure. So I decided to do a uh, coaching program that is eight week of webinars and it's called Crack the Funding Code. And we have two one hour calls a week with Q&A that I bring on angel investors, uh, people who run VCs, Uh, for for help with everyone and then we have a private Facebook group that the community works with each other on their pitch decks and such and I did it because every week people call me needing help getting funded and and I can't help everybody individually and I decided I would put together a group and take ten people at a time and we have just had our our first group go through and we're week six we've made angel investor introductions it will start happening tomorrow for for folks and, and it is wonderful. I mean, it's it's great for me because I can teach people what I've learned over the past 20 years. I've raised mm-hmm. millions and millions of dollars. And and most people just need a little hand-holding and understand uh, they usually are in the wrong room. You know, they don't understand that 90% of High potential startups are, are funded by angels, not VCs, which only fund 3%. They don't know that on average you get three minutes in front of a VC. You get 10 minutes in front of an angel. And, and that's a one-shot deal. And these people are all working together. Most of the angel groups syndicate with each other plus the early stage. So you blow it. Uh, you're out. You're, you're out of luck. And uh, so this has been a a wonderful thing for me because I've always been really sad that I would meet people that arguably had a cure for cancer, had some great product, and they just couldn't connect the dots. And so, you know, I'd end up on the phone and I'd go through the same steps and process with them. And I finally thought, you know, I can do this and add more value to more people.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's phenomenal. So who do you believe are the best uh, candidates? I'm sure getting funded is is right for some people, not right for others. Who do you believe, Judy, is the best type of individual or business to actually pursue this path? Well,
1: typically someone who already has a product, at least a beta product, and somebody who either has a customer or really good knowledge they're going to get them, whether it's LOIs. And that they plan to grow outside of uh, just their main city. So if you're planning on going regional, national, potentially globally, and you know you're going to need funding to scale, Mm -hmm. then you probably should uh, look at Crack the Funding Code.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Um, anything else about uh, the, the program that you want to share or just maybe some of the, the changes or results that you've seen for some of the individuals? I mean, I'm sure over the years, there's probably been hundreds and hundreds of people that you've made introductions to help them get funded to, to make their dreams happen and, and to grow their business. Any particular story or, or person that you want to share?
1: Yeah. So Rick Alden, who's the founder of Skull Candy, I was introduced to him, asked to vet his deal. He was broke. It was year three, had a quarter of a million in sales, products stuck in China, uh, and he'd been bankrupt twice, uh, but he was brilliant. He's a brilliant marketing guy, and uh, he went public last year. And and so I tell people, regardless of where you're at, you can figure it out. You just Mm -hmm. have to get advice from other people. Now, when I met with Rick, um, he didn't have books, and he didn't have an advisory board. Also, I was introduced to Dr. Annette McClellan out of Park City who tried to find funding for eight years for her medical device. And I could see it was, you know, a critical. It wasn't expensive to do. Um, she was in the wrong room. I, I took her to San Francisco and Boston. She got a half a million in funding and sold that company for many millions um, two years later. And so it does matter about getting in the right room. The number one way that an investor finds you is by a referral. Uh, wow. Private offices are now looking to do deals. Uh, you know, there's 350 angel groups across the United States. There's ventures fairs in in every state. But you know, I would tell people, you, regardless of what your goal is, think about those quality relationships, and then be scrappy. Being scrappy, you know, figuring even if you don't have C or D, it's never the right time. You never have all the resources right. that you need, but you can find them from other. You can find them from other people. So kick fear to the curb and just step out of your comfort zone uh, a little bit.
0: That's amazing advice for people. I, I, really, I really value what you shared today, Judy. You were incredibly beyond generous with everything that you shared and I thank you for that. Um, there may be some individuals that are on this call listening to this episode today that uh, think that you know, pursuing the funding route may be right for them. And um, if they'd like to get in touch with you, what is the best way to do that?
1: You know, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, just Judy Robinette with no E on the end. I'm on Twitter. My email's judy at judyrobinette.com. Perfect. And I, I'm happy to help anyone out there.
0: Thank you, Judy. That was excellent. Just uh, really great, really great information you shared. Thank you so much. So for everyone listening, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. And I would be so grateful if you would take a moment to share Unstoppable Success Radio with someone else that you think could benefit from the powerful content that we share here. If you're not subscribed to my newsletter, make sure you visit KellyRoachCoaching.com. Enter your name and email right on the homepage there so that. You can begin receiving the resources, trainings, and insights that I only share there. Thank you, Judy, for being an incredible guest today. And to everyone else, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thank you for joining this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. To get exclusive access to Kelly's free video and audio trainings to explode your business growth, simply visit kellyroachcoaching.com and join her email community for resources she only shares there. If you love today's episode of Unstoppable Success Radio, pass it along to a friend, colleague, or client that may benefit from the content. Until next time, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen.